Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? A big applause. Wow. How about that? Number... I'm fantastic. The the, the double okay. the, the the crowd is crazy. I wasn't expecting that. They I'm, are into it. They are fired up guess tonight. What? I'm Ooh. double fantastic. Look at that. <laughs> Number sixty-three. Sixty-three and what? We haven't heard from him in a long time. I didn't see him when I came into the OCB podcast studios north. But where is he? He's he's always lurking about. Oh, boy, boy. Big announcement, Neil. Yes, sir. We have now over 3,500 total wow. listens wow. for the podcast. Thank you, all the listeners that out there. That is fantastic. And I, Thank can you. I, can I give a special shout out? Sure, please do. There is somebody in Dublin, Ireland, who keeps listening to this podcast. God bless you <laughs> and your entire family. Yes. Have a shot of uh, whiskey on us. And, and, Thank and you for Guinness, listening. Yeah. And, and one of our cohorts, uh, Chippy. Yeah. He has started listening to the podcast. Chippy for you guys out in a podcast on that's Tim Day. He wants to do a review of every podcast and give us questions and feedback. So we'll see if that actually happens. If that happens, maybe we'll get him on. We can, he can quiz us. He did have one question for me. Last episode, we yes, talked sir. about it was the 35th anniversary of the big Live Aid concert. Yeah, sure, sure. And I mentioned I was working at the Holiday Cinemas right. that day. And he said, what movies were playing? <laughs> At the Holiday Cinemas. Did you do the research? I had to research it, but once I saw it, I was like, yes, absolutely, we had these Wait, hey, you were able to find that on Interweb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful thing, people. You can find out so much. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, wow. And Classic. Explorers. About give me a few more contacts and explorers. I believe it's uh, three or four young boys build their own spaceship and meet an alien in outer oh. space who only knows about Earth culture from... Television. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. This is like kind of the Goonies type of right. Like I think teenagers on. It may have been River Phoenix's uh, very first really, feature I, I, film. I, have, I, I don't yeah. believe I've seen it. Any other uh, feedback? Well, well, we have the six, top number 63 oh, on, on the list. Oh. Nico, Nico Case from her 2013 release. The worse things get, the harder I fight. The harder I fight, the more I love you. Wait, that's the entire name of the album? Yes, sir. Put a few more words in that. <laughs> anyway, it is a, it, it's a really good album. I actually, as I said, I listed it on the way up up here. It, it, it reminds me of currently the current Fiona Apple, Fiona Apple album. that She has a new album out that's pretty hot in the uh, in the big circles, kind of like album of the year, so, so, so to really? speak. Yeah. I haven't and heard it, it. I'm telling you. But anyway, it's out there. This, this was, this was <laughs> Fiona Apple of 2013. It's, it's, it's kind of that same feeling, more, more instrumental and rocking. I can't wait to see where OCBC's Watch Me Explode <laughs> CD ends up on this list. But Still waiting. But speaking of music, though, we have talked about this for a, um, you know, since the whole um, Mount Rushmore Pillars of Music, Scott has uh, dug into the Rolling Stones. I have listened to a lot of Rolling right. Stone albums. So he's yes. been sending me comments, emails, and stuff like that. I have not responded, which I don't do well in emails. But that being said, so I thought what I'd do is I would take all those emails and we talk about some of the responses in a bit, maybe in a couple of weeks, stuff like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a deep dive yeah. on the Rolling Stones. Now, I, sure. Nobody cares about this, but just to, just to, we want to see the banter between you know Scott telling me that well, I'm... I, uh, you know, I I'm, guess I got to do the uh-huh. Star War uh-huh. movies, so you can do your Rolling Stones. No, no, no. I'm, no I want to... This yes. is me direct. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Oh like, sure, yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Your critiques. I'm gonna. I'm gonna comment on the critiques, and it'll be good. Um, you know, back and forth, and you know. You... That Mick Jagger has some <laughs> lips, doesn't he? 
Keith Richards, that guy's still alive? Exactly. If anything can defeat the coronavirus, it's Keith Richards' blood. And Willie Nelson. Okay. <laughs> Let us continue to feedback. The other thing that happened to feedback, we had back from the um, our Oreos versus the Wegman O's contest. Yes. And so Deborah did pay me my $2 on the... Uh, was she heartbroken? I did crushed? talk to her. Um, no, she was okay with it. She th- she doesn't un- she wants to know how she wants to know how you know how how earwax tastes. But besides that, that yeah. is a that's a whole topic for another episode. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that one. We have here in our hands the last shot of Uncle Joe's moonshine. All right, now here's it. We'll yeah. Okay, ready? This is it. The jar, the mason jar, is literally empty. Now you're gonna post this on the Facebook machine. I'll put a picture of the empty jar on Facebook. All right, here, here we go. Is. Thank you, Uncle Joe. Thank you, Uncle Joe. Salute. Salute. By the way, Kelly said it smelled like nail polish oh, removal. That's really what it tastes like now. Maddie you mentioned that after we drank a whole bottle of it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's, hey, there's, Uncle Joe. Okay, listen, we'll need we'll need some not in the summertime. Probably around December, January. We'll start feeling warm again for that, right? Really? Fair? We want more of that. Je- I said je- December, January. Okay, but anyway, I think I have I have, I think I have something good for you right after this. Now, do you remember we talked about? Um, I don't know how the context of this about the York peppermint patty that's been in the back of a pantry forever. And I asked you, yes. would you eat it? So of in my hand here, I have a, a mason jar filled with M&M's. I don't know how long they've been in it. A York peppermint patty. I'm going to have Scott taste. Now, I don't... Oh, okay. This has been here, has to have been more than a year, but maybe Ooh. maybe two years, possibly three. I, I'm uh, That's the range, okay? <laughs> I'm very interested to see if those M&M's taste... Oh, you uh, can have the, have the whole jar. I've given the jar to Scott. Okay, here we go. Okay, there's that. I'm going to eat a couple M&M's. You hear that? What do the M&M's taste like? I'm not eating them. They taste a little minty. Okay. Wait, where what? was this jar? In the back of the pantry. I was looking for another jar because I have. I was trying to do something with a... Uh... Oh, yeah, they taste minty. Okay. That's that's probably from, that's from the York Pepper well, look Patty. look at that. Dark chocolate. It still looks great. It, lo- it, it looks good, melting. by the way. All right, here we go. That was a perfect York Pepper Let's see if it tastes like earwax. He's chewing. Tastes good. <laughs> really? It has the texture. It's a little um, solid. All right. Like maybe some of the was moisture it, has left the coconut or whatever, <laughs> not the coconut. How, how was it after? Uh, uh, did, it, did it pair nicely with the moonshine? <laughs> it has obliterated that taste out of my mouth. So thank you, good sir. All right, let's continue. Woo! All right. Last stop from the podcast. <laughs> Gee, I wish that would have been a stick of butter you found in the back of the pantry. <laughs> All right, so let's get who on. Know, who, know, who knows next time what I'll bring? <laughs> Scott eats old food. What a great segment. But, uh, but that, that could, that's a different topic, but there's a, me and Lisa had a debate on the mayo and what in the refrigerator, but we could talk about it another time, okay? Another topic for another day. We're yeah. saying that a lot this episode. I, I know, but, but here's the thing. I know we got a lot to talk about. This, this Today's topic is our Mount Rushmore in our continuing series of Mount Rushmores. We're continuing. Today's yeah. theme is... Athletes or sports figures. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. And I, I want to say this. Okay. A little so there's like a preamble? A little preamble, okay. yes. It's very Neil-like. I do not <laughs> consider myself to be a jock sniffer. I think 
we've all met people like that in our day. Like, oh my God, that guy's so awesome. Oh, he's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And they can't do anything wrong, and they don't realize that yes. these are human beings who are really good at sports, but they're human beings, and they have their own things and faults and goodnesses and badnesses yeah, and all they're that. Humans. But they just like worship these people. Sure. I understand. I'm, I'm not in the, the I'm not worship. I'm, I'm not in the area. That's that's why I had trouble with this. By the way, I I appreciate their athletic prowess and I love watching them play. Right, I agree. But that's um, I'm not the jock sniffer, and we know a couple um, <clears throat> and have played uh, softball with a couple. <laughs> um, so let me start off then with uh, num uh, my number one, not my number, number one. No, it is no particular order. No particular order. I see a fat head, you know, one of those fat heads, wall sure. sticky things. Every morning when I work out in my basement, number 58 from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jack Lambert. Very nice. So I, I was told by other parents when I was a child, when I played like four different sports all year right. round, I played every single one of them like I was a linebacker. Yes. Like I was I would Jack agree Lambert. Whether it was baseball or basketball or football or soccer or whatever, yeah. it was like Jack Lambert. And I even wrote an essay about him and Jack Ham in fifth grade uh -huh. called A Pair of Jacks. Wow. <laughs> so he went to four Super Bowls, nine Pro Bowls. He's in the Football Hall of Fame. I always loved his um, intensity. Uh-huh. And the way he intimidated the other team, he was just all in your face, talking trash, no front teeth, awesome. kicking butt the entire time. I agree. So no, Jack I Lambert, he, embod he embodies sports. football. I would, I, I would, I, I would agree with that statement. Very good. I like that first choice. All right. Uh, now, not that you need my approval or anything. Well, <coughs> but it's nice yeah, when okay. I get it. All right. All right. Go ahead. Man. All right. So now my preamble. Oh, oh okay. Here we go. <laughs> preamble number two. So I had um, broken this down into once again. Like I thought about in my this, my major sports, which was baseball, football, basketball, and I then I had a wild card. Okay, mm -hmm, so this was kind mm -hmm. of so that, that's how I approach this. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with baseball first. All right. I I became a real big baseball fan as we talked about in the, with the 1969 Mets growing up in growing up in Meet New the York. Mets. Meet the Mets, and I was just fanatical. And that team really, and and the kind of the poster boy or the lead of that team. For like the pitching was Tom Seaver. I was gonna guess Tom Seaver. So Tom, terrific. Now that I want to say something, that team really was a great team. I could talk about all those, all those players: Gil Hodges, manager; Jerry Grody, Bud, Bud Harrelson, Tommy Agee. And that solidified your love of baseball. But when, right? when 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 he took the mound, I learned what it was when a what what a pitcher took over a game. Yeah, and to me that is still the most exciting part of baseball when a pitcher just dominates and something. is in the zone in and the is, groove. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, that so so to me he epitomized that, and that's what I love about baseball. So Tom, terrific. To me, on the mound, you can't get better than Harry Frazier. <laughs> exactly. But Good point. Let's <laughs> baseball, softball. Let's okay. not split All right. hairs. All right. So my uh, number two then is going to be a current number eight on your Washington Capitals. Alexander Ovechkin. Really? Yes, Ovi, Ovi the Great Eight, Alexander the Great. So he started in 2005, and this was when my awareness of the Capitals was down because they were awful for a long time. And then they made this really phenomenal push in the spring of 2008 to make the playoffs. And that's when I really got back into them. And I was like, man, that guy really is the oh, real he, deal. He's a game changer. 
he is awesome. Well, when this whole Caps team, when they want to play, they are awesome. You can tell when they're taking right. nights off and not trying. Right. But just to see, he's lethal from that dot on the power play, the lower dot, his office. He has an outside chance of breaking the all-time goal scoring record, right. but with COVID, I don't know. He's he's one of the all-time greats. He, he's an MVP of the NHL, but it's his enthusiasm. When he scores, he's fired up. If his shift scores, somebody else scores, he's jumping up and down I, just as well. I love when he smiles with no teeth. What, the no teeth <laughs> smile is awesome. And when they finally won the Stanley Cup, him hoisting it over his head. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I and then giving that, it to his best buddy, I, Nick Backstrom. He's like, come on, you I, deserve it. I, I agree. It was, that, yeah, it, was, it was great. So it's not oh. all about him. And plus his little boys that he has now, the little uh, TikTok videos or whatever, Instagram videos. He really? You, you watch that TikTok stuff? Well, it's Instagram, whatever. Okay. They're uh, going to be great. Hip. I hope the Caps uh, draft him <laughs> next season. But no. um, And I also like that he's played a whole career at Caps. He's not going anywhere. He, he, he's he, not going anywhere. And and the, I do love that about people in And careers, he led by the way. that two-week-long celebration right. uh, after they won the Cup doing kegger handstands, right. jumping in fountains. His quote, this year, we are not going to be suck, okay. is incredible. <laughs> and, of course, he could kick. Sidney Crosby's candy butt. Oh, okay. oh, oh. All right, oh, Neil, oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. All right, number number two. Num- your number two. All right, so we're gonna bask. We're going to basketball, and um, so this goes back to the early seventies for me when I li- I mm. used to like professional basketball. I was a, a me, me too. I, I was I was a New a New York Knickerbocker fan, right? Oh, okay. No, I do not like professional basketball, but but during that time, I wanted to be. And I, uh, when I was on the court, Walt Clyde Frazier. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Point, oh, car- po- point guard, played tenacious defense, stealing the ball. That's that's the player I wanted to be. And it was, yeah. oh, I, I love, and that, but that team was unbelievable. It had Frazier, Omonroe, um, Reed, Dave DeBusher, Bradley. You got them all down, man. Oh, that, I, I was into it. I actually went, my, my uncle Nat and my dad took me to a game. Like in the early seven, Michael Nat like kind yeah. of got some tickets, like a playoff game when it was really hot, and it was like the greatest experience being Madison Greg Garden and watching the Knicks play in some kind of play. Ooh. I don't remember who they played, but it was like, oh, and they were kept the, the season. And this is like early seven. I was a kid, like they were going it was a bad call, and the audience was going, crowd was going, bull, beep, bull, beep, and it was like, I'm like, <laughs> they're cursing, they're all cursing at the it same was, time. It was, oh, it was, um, it was a great moment. But Clyde was the my epitome of basketball players, and I love basketball, so it's great, awesome, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to number three. Number three. Now, this is a bit of a wild card for me. Oh, okay. Um, she is a member of the United States women's soccer team and Chicago Red Stars. I am talking about Julie Johnston Ertz. Okay. She, she uh, has won tit- uh, World Cup titles, FIFA World Women's Cup in 2015, 2019. She is a tenacious center defender, uh-huh. and they moved her up to the midfield. And I remember seeing her, you know, like eight years ago uh-huh. playing. I was like, she's going to be good. And that's what I love is, uh, especially in soccer, because I've played the soccer. These defenders that don't get any credit, she's just in the middle, tearing people up, stopping all uh-huh. these offensive pushes. And now she's getting more involved in scoring more goals. I love watching her play. She's awesome. I know you could say like Mia Hamm or Alex. I, I have I have no context of, of, of women's. I'm sitting here like I I'm, th- I'm trying to think of something clever to say. Uh, 
<laughs> when she started, her name was Julie Johnston, okay. but then her last name is now Ertz, which okay. you may know from the footballs, the Eagles tight end, Zach Ertz. Oh, she no. Why did tell me that? Uh, related to the does Eagles. Does that sour that for you? That guy's killed the Giants for so many years. I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> she was the 2017 U.S. Soccer Female Player of the Year. Oh, very cool. So I love watching her play, and uh, she's playing in a tournament now. I was watching some of it last night. She was kicking butt. So she's in mid-career, or where is she in Yeah, career? yeah. She's, she's so hitting she, the stride, she, man. So when, when's the next World Cup? It will be in you know, three more years. Three, all right, so I will three see her. She'll, she, good oh, yeah, chance, no her. injuries, blah, blah, blah. She'll oh, be there. absolutely. And if there's an Olympics next year, she's going to be in All right, there, so, so I will I will keep a rate. I have no idea who this person is. Yeah, and you're going to say, yeah, I forgot to watch her, but okay. No, you remind me. I Oh, you're darn right I will. All right, All right, number three. This is number three. This is football. The foosball. Now, this might surprise you a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh okay. You would think this. I would, have a lot of ways to go on this one. You would think this. Th you would think this would come out of the New York Football Giants, which is my love of everything. I know. Everything, but it's not. It's come. It, ha it has the same feeling as yours. You ready for this? Dick Buckus from the Chicago Bears. You went with the Bears? The Bears. The Bears. So let's, let, me, let me give you some context. How, how did you get there? I'm surprised. Uh, wow. So like growing up, I was just a, um, I love football. I love the Giants. There was really no good Giants. You know, Bob Tucker, Tucker oh, Fredrickson, oh, <laughs> Ron Johnson. These are real, you know, I know right. these names, but I don't think, anyways. And they were great guys, but Dick Buckus was kind of like the face of like, Kind of like Lambert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was more NFC, I guess. I didn't see a lot of AFC. I saw a lot of NFC, and I okay. saw a lot, lot of that, lot, lot of them playing. And uh, I remember going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame when I was a kid, and getting a Dip Buckus poster. Yeah. And I had that hanging in my room up until I was about thirteen years old. You need to grow a Dick Buckus walrus mustache. <laughs> you would look amazing with that. Anyway, so he epitomized all the football. Now, I will say, uh, to, be, to be fair, Lawrence Taylor was. Like that type of player, Lambert, yes. Buckus. Yeah. Too many issues for me. Too many off field I issues. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with them. Yeah. I, it's just, it's just, I, we could have that conversation. It, it, it kind of sours the pot for but, you. But, but, yes. but, and then uh, we'll talk about Eli Manning in a few minutes in, in my next thing. Just get a little tea. Okay. Well, let's, let's take a break. We'll All come right. back. Um, we'll, we'll give everybody our last Mount Rushmore sports figure and. We might have a special visitor come in and talk to you, Neil. Really? Yeah. Have you noticed that even during the COVID-19 pandemic, your grass is still growing? Oh boy, have I. If only there was someone to help me with my small lawnmower repairs or refurbishment. It's Neighbor Jeff's Mower Madness 2020. Hi there, it's me, Neighbor Jeff, and I'm still here to take care of all your mechanical lawnmower needs. Mower Madness Will we repair a three-wheeled lawnmower? I will give you the greatest contactless transaction you've ever had. Push mowers! I can help you. Flying single-engine aircraft! Sure, I could give it a try. Riding mower engines! I can still help you. Developing a COVID-19 vaccine! I thought bourbon killed all this virus. Let's face it, 2020 is a washout, so you better start preparing for the 2021 lawn mowing season, too. I have already started procuring inventory for Mower Madness 2021. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. 
Yeah. I really think you should grow that dick mustache. This mustache. <laughs> really? The muscle from the animal? That was awesome. Plus, he was a really great actor. Exactly. That one time he was on that one show in the 70s. Whatever Is he was. around the logo? I don't know. He probably was. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Apple, uh... SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. All right, let's finish up our Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> Number four. Of sports figures. I'm sure people are on the edge of their seats. On the edge of their seats. Now, you know I wear number eight on the OC Bombers. Yes. But I'm not going there. I'm going with the baseball. People know that I love Cal Ripken. Great player. But before he was on the team, I'm going to go with his mentor, Eddie Murray. Wow. Because when I was playing baseball, I played first base. Uh-huh. So I would watch Eddie Murray. Yeah. He, one of the greatest players of all and time. And I would try to emulate him. Very underrated. Very underrated. One he, of the best. Look at look at his stats for clutch hitting. Five hundred homers, three thousand hits. Never won the MVP, but he was rookie of the year. He won a World Series. Clutch hitter. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But when I would play wiffle ball by myself, yes, I said playing wiffle ball by myself. I grew up in the country. That's a topic for a separate podcast. Right. I would try to emulate his stance from sure. both sides of the plate. Sure. Why wouldn't you? But then also, when I was actually playing for Lewistown Baseball, uh-huh. I would do an Eddie Murray. The first time he ever came up to bat, this is back when the batter's box was actually lime. Uh-huh. He would step in there and just take his feet and kick all the lime away because he liked to stand back further than mm-hmm. the box would allow and closer to the plate. So when I would go up to bat, I would start kicking the... Yeah, sure. Lime around and do it like because Eddie did it, you know. He was a great, no, great, but I love that class, um, class act. Also, he's he's such a great ball player, such a good guy, and he has a great IPA beer called Steady Eddie named yeah. after him. Good stuff. So Eddie Ed Murray, Eddie. not Eddie Murphy, totally different person. Eddie Murray, I understand. Eddie Murray, number thirty-three for your Baltimore Oreos, hon. By the way, just just for you drink out of the Eddie Murray class at, at OC OCB Podcast Studio South. Yes, I do. I uh, love that glass. Uh, you may not see it the next time I'm down there. What? What? Oh, All right. Ahead. So uh, number four for me is another Oriole. Oh. And I'm gonna go with number eight, the Iron Man, Cal Ripken. Yes. What a great player. So he's a role model of all ages. Now, not a perfect human being. <laughs> no, 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 but I, but I mean, he was my kid's idol. He's my wife's idol. <laughs> she has um, used him, his books, all his stuff, like in her classroom, and talked about what what a good role model he is. By the way, he's the only one on this on this list that I actually met. I went to a book signing to see in Borders oh, down in nice. Virginia. We went to um, kind of um, shake his hand and get a picture with us. And um, he's he turned out to be a big man. He was like a small baseball player, but he got a yeah, once once he stopped playing, yeah, he bulked up a little bit, and um, yeah, Lisa and I were like kind of like these tiny little guys, and like uh, you know, in his thing. But Lisa was kind of nuzzling in him a little bit. But, sure, yeah. a few extra lbs right. on him. Anyway, and we saw him. At, we did see him at the. Uh, anyway, he's really a class act. Yep. Now in that venue, I just want to talk about. We talked about Eli Manning earlier. Yeah. Eli Manning is the Cal Ripken kind of same model. I mean, he's just a good citizen and good the, guys the, who the number, play, they want to play yeah. and a, you know they and, win. but cal just be clear he was a had, had the numbers for longevity but he i mean he was not the greatest baseball player i mean he was good no he was very good very yes. good absolutely uh, but hall of fame all that stuff absolutely he, he was great it. He, he he deserves it. so thank you that's my top four and there's our mount rushmore's 
of sports figures. I had trouble with this for the same reasons you did, I think. But okay, but it was good. I think right. that was good. Neil, um, yeah, what's up? We we got somebody special who wants who's to coming? talk to you right now. All right, now. who's coming here? Are you ready for yeah. this? Wow, it's a long drum roll. Hi, Neil. It's me, Larry McLaughlin. Oh, Larry's back. I've got a few more thoughts I'd like to run by you. All right, let's hear them. Interstate rest stop bathrooms. Are they really clean? <laughs> Depends on the state, Larry. <laughs> Have you ever eaten at their uh, picnic areas, taking a picnic lunch? No, I've walked, in, I've walked the dogs there against those things. <laughs> Have you? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> A good, a good, a good excel- I make my own sandwich. A good egg salad and sit there sandwich. And eat it with my iced tea. <laughs> Nothing like an egg salad sandwich in a warm car. Next question. Sorry, continue. What happened to the CD player? <laughs> it's now used for a um to hold my phone. <laughs> They're still in a few cars, are they not? That's true. I don't think new cars come with those, Larry. I thought- Larry, Larry, this is 2020. Wake me up when it's 2021. It's, it hasn't been a good year so far. Next issue. Yes, sir. You ever wonder what the quality of TV shows would be like if we still only had five channels? <laughs> oh, I hope we'd be better than now. <laughs> there's no streaming or cable or satellite. Larry, there's a lot of crap out there. <laughs> but a lot of good stuff, yes? Yes, sir. Okay. I've never been a big fan of the color yellow. <laughs> okay. I'm colorblind, Larry. I see no color. <laughs> Is there anything better than the smell of freshly cut grass? That's nice. I like that. <laughs> and neighbor Jeff, he mows all the oh, time. So, so, Larry, you're out there sniffing grass all the time? Is that, is that what all I'm the time. <laughs> all the grass I can. <laughs> Next issue. Yes, sir. Why haven't scientists figured out how to take the calories out of my hamburgers? <laughs> well, they tried with that with that vegetable with the uh, oh the, the impossible the vegan, burger. and that's more calories. You realize that, Larry? Yes, and the black bean burger oh. makes me gassy. <laughs> You're not alone in that, Larry. I think I think everybody has that. Now this one really puts a bee in my yes. bonnet. I'm listening. Johnny Whitaker, he deserves a juicy comeback role in a major motion picture. Okay, let me get some... Con- Johnny. Give me a Johnny Whitaker. Jody Davis uh-huh. on Family Affair from 1966 to 71. Oh, of course. He has the same name as my sister. And he was also on Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. You Don't you think he could be in a Tarantino movie? Absolutely. I mean, he should be sure. He should show up at least in a Law and Order. Uh, Johnny Whitaker. Deserve some work. Throw him a bone. A lower, lower in order, or what? Or, or a um, NCIS with some of those shows. They're on every night. Exactly. Come How on. How about a nice Hallmark movie? Romantic lead. Get an agent. <laughs> Next issue. Is he alive? Sure. Okay, I just want to make sure. Cold sores. Who needs them? Oh yeah, they're awful. Wait, but, but 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 Uncle Joe's moonshine will help him. It'll cure everything. Have you ever just said the heck with it and kissed somebody with a big old cold sore? I have not. I'm thinking, I, 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 I thought you about that. You had to think about that one. I, I've done a lot of crazy things and no. I'll, I'll put a big no in it. But I thought about it. I gave it some due diligence. Isn't that what it's all about? Continue. Is Bigfoot real and are they living on multiple continents? 
I don't know about Bigfoot, but there's some big, ugly people out there. <laughs> big women scare you. Exactly. It's Just a... think if they were hairy oh, like stop, the big feet. stop. Please stop it. My head's going to explode. Traveling in their underground <laughs> continental <laughs> tunnels between continents. No. Serious question. Yes, sir. Know? I'm listening. What age does old man bad breath start? <laughs> uh, 58. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when when I was a young lad working at Fort Detrick Motor Pool, sure. the previous boss who ran it apparently had really bad breath. One of the mechanics said, and I quote, I believe the valve that's from his poop intestines up through his mouth, that valve is stuck in reverse. It's a theory. It's a theory. And a poop reference. Exactly. Next issue. Here's the last one. What's the deal with the word moist? <laughs> it's good for cake. Good for cake. Some people don't <laughs> like the sound of it. Moist. Well, if you say say moist cake, Larry. Moist cake. Yeah, it still sounds <laughs> Still sounds evil for me. <laughs> All right, Larry, that was great. When are you coming back? Uh, in a couple uh, weeks. Once once I uh, how's stop the quarantining how's myself from this COVID. How's the missus? She's doing great. She's going to make a nice uh, apple cobbler for me later. Very good. And the kids are doing well? They're doing great if they ever call. <laughs> All right, goodbye, Neil. See you next time, Larry. Hey, there you go. Larry oh, was, that was great. back that was... in there. I, I didn't get to talk to Larry oh, about, we about didn't climate. Ask him about climate change. Oh. Well, uh, maybe next time. All right, then. All right, so uh, that's it then, right? Very good, then. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download and listen, spread the word. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.